This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This Ace Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. From former A's outfielder... Here comes Katze! Here comes the relay! The slide! He's in there! Inside the park! Home run! Mark Katze! To A's manager, it's time for the Manager Show with Mark Katze. Presented by Nest Betting. The A's skipper sits down with Chris Townsend exclusively on A's Cast. Visit nestbetting.com today. Here's Chris Townsend. It's time now for the Mark Kotze Show right here on A's Cast, brought to you by nestbetting.com. Go to nestbetting.com, love where you sleep for all your betting needs. We're talking about your mattress, your pillows, your sheets. They got a couple stores also in the Bay Area, but go to nestbetting.com. Use the coupon code OAKLAND to get 10% off your entire order. It's the bed the Kotze sleep on, Ricky Henderson sleeps on. I know you got to go home yesterday and sleep on your bed. You had to feel pre- pretty good yesterday. Yeah, you know, uh, post-game, I traveled down to San Diego. My daughter had a, an event in, uh, at her high school uh, who where she's graduating, and so blessed to be there for it. Obviously, family uh, is important, and, and especially when, uh, you know, your kids are are moving forward and, yeah. and on their way to uh, USC. You know, uh, when you think about the way the season's going, we're not going to sugarcoat it. Obviously, it's a tough season. But, you know, for the mark of a manager and the coaches, it's like the grind continues. And I think something that if, if you are going to hang your hat on something, as we saw in the series, especially in yesterday's game, your team is fighting to the very end. There's no give up in your guys. Yeah, you know, we talked about that last year. And for those that are, you know, followers of this show and, and uh, care about this team um, and the guys that, that are on the field, they, they should know that that's the message that, that I send. Uh, it, it's a representation of, of how I played the game. I, and when that doesn't happen, Tony, I, I get really, really frustrated. And you've seen that, that game in Tampa on Sunday. Uh, it's still stuck in my head in terms of effort, in terms of, uh, you know, just the attitude and, and the mentality, right? And yesterday was a great example of, of what we should be doing, what we can be doing, and that's just continuing to uh, to fight, uh, you know, coming back from a 5 nothing deficit against Otani, especially after the way he threw the ball for the first three innings, shows that character, shows that fight. And, uh, you know, obviously we didn't, we didn't come out on top of that game, but, um, you know, twice we showed the resiliency to, to come back and fight. Oh, I guarantee you shocked a lot of people in baseball with that comeback, and it was so good to see. And I think what we're starting to see with your team is more offense, and the offense is gaining confidence. So it kind of leads me to, is there a sense in that clubhouse that, you know what, a winning streak is about to happen. You get the feeling that that, that it is coming. Yeah, you know, I think we're definitely gaining momentum. I think we're playing better baseball, I think, as you talked about, some of the guys 
especially the younger guys are, are starting to gain that confidence, um, you know, that they belong as opposed to that, you know, mentality of survival um, to just be here. So offensively, as you mentioned, I think, um, you know, from the number standpoint, someone made me aware that I think we have more hits than the Yankees, the Dodgers, uh, yeah. which, which is staying a lot. And, uh, you know, you're looking at our record, obviously we're, we're thoroughly, you know, disappointed in where we're at from that standpoint, but the teams we have played every single team that we've played to this point, uh, is above 500. Um, I think the angels are 14 and 12. Uh, we could go down the list, Tampa, um, you know, and Baltimore are both, you know, in that AL East at the top of the AL East. So we've had our challenges. Uh, that's not an excuse. Um, you know, we've had our opportunities to win some games that we haven't. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing for us is just to focus on that improvement, uh, to continue to, to grow, um, and, uh, and get better. You know, I say it all the time on the post-game show. I said it on TV yesterday. Sometimes little things can lead to really good things. And for me, with your club, you know, when you talk about playing good defense, picking up the ball, throwing the ball, playing good defense, being in the right spots, pitchers throwing strikes, cutting down on the walks, it's like if you get better at the little things, it helps the big things. How much do you guys talk about that? Uh, we talk about it a lot, you know, and – Yesterday's a prime example. We had we had second and third in the eighth inning. You know, the objective is to get the ball in the air. Kevin Smith hits the ball on the ground. Alemis Diaz is running. And and this is just bad break. The bat is literally laying right where the sliding lane is for him. It yeah. looks bad. Everything looks bad about the play, but it's the right play. The percentages are in our favor to score a run there. Um, you know, but again, you know, we could have taking advantage of a couple opportunities there with runners on third, we, we weren't successful. So those are the things we're talking about, you know, from a staff perspective, um, you know, the ball that pops out of Capel's glove, maybe he gets back to the wall instead of colliding at the wall at the same time. So all these little things that are the, that, you know, to the, maybe the average baseball fan are going and notice the coaching staff is focusing on them. We're, we're here. We're going to work early. We're going to work hard every day um, to get these guys, uh, better at those little things. And, and again, you know, the two areas that we really need to improve on pitching and defense, you know, we look so much at OPS. We look so much at power. We want the slug. We want the on base. I just started looking at Brent Rooker's numbers hitting over 300, seven dingers, 18 RBIs in 19 games, uh, over 1100 OPS, just, just talk about what you've seen with him. I mean, he's 28 years old, but it's like he's a young player, and like all of a sudden, boom, the light's gone on. Yeah, you know, when when we um, claimed him off waivers, there was there was an excitement about uh, you know Rook in terms of fitting on this team and giving him this opportunity. He had some success uh, in his time, short time in the big leagues before he was injured with Minnesota. Uh, I talked to the manager there, Rocco Baldelli. He's a good friend, and Rocco didn't have – I mean, he had nothing but great things to say about him. And, you know, really I think the injury kind of set him back, and, and it's great to see him, you know, taking advantage of this opportunity. Uh, he's, you know, obviously uh, hitting in the three-hole for us. Um, you know, he had a great spring training. Um, and, and what's funny about it, Townie, is if you looked at the last two games of spring training, it's the Giants. He looked like he didn't belong. And if you would have just rushed to make that decision and not put him on the roster, 
uh, he still may not be here. And, uh, you know, but um, this kid has worked his tail off to be here. Like you say, he's 28 years old. And and I think, you know, he reminds me of uh, uh, Mark Cannell-esque. You know, Mark Cannell was a Rule 5 guy for the A's, but, you know, this is a waiver wire claim, so. No, it's been it's been a great story, and I you know I I, I knock on wood. We we brought it up like on you know somebody's got to go to the All Star game, and this guy's start has been absolutely incredible. The balance that you're going to have to have with a, a lot of young guys, uh, and young guys are going to be coming up. You know, we keep talking about you know at some point Solderstrom, Geloff, and these guys are going to be coming. What is the balance for you as a manager with the veteran players, younger players, playing playing time? Have you thought about that right now? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and you know, anytime we're looking at it, you know, you have to, to balance the the performance, right? And um, and then how we allow guys to go through their struggles, how we allow them to um, you know develop and and gain that confidence. Um, so you're always looking for for the right time to, um, you know, give a guy a day off, the right time to put him in the lineup when you think there's a great matchup. Um, and then having, you know, Jace Peterson, Aledmus Diaz, who have so much versatility, they can play different positions, um, you know, utilizing them in that in that role. Uh, as, as, you know, you're talking about, we may get um, more of these younger players uh, on our roster and, uh, you know, it's exciting. It's an exciting time if you're uh, an A's fan looking at this roster with the Ruiz, with uh, another um, younger, you know, player who's had impact in Capel, Connor Capel, yeah. with Rook, with Noda. Um, so, you know, the, the tools are there. It's just a matter of developing them. Um, you know, I even I left out a few others. I mean, you could keep going, but um, the process uh, has started when you look at, even from the, the pitching standpoint, bringing a Mason Miller and bringing a Luis Medina up to start. These are two young kids um, with not a ton of you know time in the minor leagues, and yet they're on the, they're on the mound here for us in the big leagues. Well, Ruiz, man, he is he is electric. I mean, when you start when they on TV start putting up graphics that have you and Ricky Henderson on it, you know yeah. you're going pretty good. Uh, a, a key to me, you tell me, getting somebody who's got that patience, who can take pitches, letting them lead off, have that guy hit in second. I mean, I don't know what the number is. I know what he's on pace, but just talk about just w- w- with Ruiz, it's like he gets on first. They got no chance to throw him out. Yeah, you know, talking to, to Phil Nevin, the Angels manager post game, um, you know, he had no solution really for it yesterday or or this series. And, uh, you know, my big thing, Tony, is, you know, you got to let this kid go. It's, it's really electric and, uh, it's difficult when we are trailing in games, if we're down five, nothing in the third or fourth inning, you're sitting there worried about running into an out. Um, but it's just, we have to take that risk. And, and really that risk is, is, is small in terms of, you know, Ruiz getting thrown out. This kid was very successful last year in the minor leagues. I think he stole 85 or 90 bases, successfully and uh if we can get him on base we're going to let that tool go and we're going to let him um you know uh, do some incredible things on the basis yeah let's end on your pitching because obviously we're all excited mentioned mason miller uh jp sears is getting better he's really gone out there the last few outings and battled for you especially in texas where you got the career high 11 strikeouts i mean we do have to be patient with the young pitching 
Hopefully with the veteran guys, you're going to get Ruzinski back here very soon. You're going to get Blackburn back soon. But just talk about patience and what you're seeing with these young pitchers. Yeah, you, the, you hit it right where you needed to with the, the word patience. Um, you know, my playing career for the 17 years that I was, you know, fortunate to be in the big leagues and, and come up with a lot of younger pitchers. And I can talk about it from experience with the Josh Beckett, the Brad Penny, yeah. the Ryan Dempster, the AJ Burnett. These guys went through these struggles and they learned and they grew and they got better. And I think that's, you know, something to hang your hat on right now. It, it's difficult when you get here. I think it's really difficult as, as a pitcher, um, you know, to, to have immediate impact, immediate success. Um, you know, there, there's just so many different variables that go into pitching here and, uh, you know, you just don't get away with a mistake. And, and that's what we're learning and watching, right? Luis Medina, Mason Miller throw 97, 99, but when it's outer third thigh high, it gets hit because they're the best in the world here. And, uh, and they're learning that the location is equally as important as, as the stuff, but the positive is that they have the stuff and, uh, and they're, they're going to improve. They're going to get better. Um, and, and we're going to continue to, uh, instill the fact that, you know what, um, we're going to throw strikes and we're going to pound the zone and, um, you know, we'll take the result from there. I mean, think about it. You played in the big leagues for 17 years. I mean, how many times did you really ever face kids that were just coming up and effortlessly throwing a hundred miles an hour? Like it was just like, it was just, I mean, it's like, I don't remember that. I mean, did you face that a lot in your career? No, most of the time it was the closers, um, you know, Robbie Nan. Uh, that like, I mean, you know, you could go Kevin Brown had that type of velo consistently 97, but, um, in terms of the amount of velocity and the young arms that are, that are continuing to, to come through the big leagues right now, it's, it's pretty incredible. It's like you coming out of center field at, at, at Fullerton. <laughs> Glory days. Yeah. <laughs> they t- hey, By the way, they talked about that on TV, on the, uh, Fox national broadcast. You got a little golden spikes love on national TV, just to let you know. Uh, it's kind of them. It's a long time ago. It's ancient history. <laughs> All right, buddy. Great to have you back home. Have a good series. We'll see you down on the field. All right. Thanks, Tony. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.